1: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Quick Resume Podcast. This is episode 42, so this is the answer. This is the one, if you're into the whole Cosmos side of things. But, apart from that, Sony has acquired Bungie. Dying Light 2 is out. We've seen some Ghostwire Tokyo gameplay. Come and stick around and find out what we have to say. Okay, hi everyone. Hope you've had a lovely Hello. week. Hope you've had a great time. If you haven't been here before, hope I mean, hopefully you have. But if you haven't, you're also just as welcome. My name's Deck. Hi, that's uh that's Tim over there. I'm Tim. Hello. Hello, and together we are the Quick Resume Podcast, the QRP. Uh, and well, there's a lot to talk about this week, really. Um, where do we start? Because it's kind of been all over the place. Everything has been all over the place this week. Um. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some there's been some banger headlines and then there's been
0: some some just like there's been a game release yeah. um a, a few. few that we've been playing uh, a few game releases. Yeah.
1: Seafood just came oh, out today. Came out. Seafood came out. Oh, Seafood like came out today. Friday. yeah. No, that's not right. Re- uh, embargo dropped. I'm wrong. Embargo dropped today, I think, but it's out. Yeah, cuz
0: it it comes out very soon but i cuz i remember my my brother had it on pre-order or something and they had some weird thing where like if you pre-order it um, you, you get like 48 you get like 48 hours early access, early access or something yeah. so he That's yeah tricky. so he's he's playing it right now even though it's technically not uh, um, released um but all, all the reviews have come out regardless um and uh yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we kind of just start with a sort of casual check in, and then we can sort let's of do it. phase phase into the uh, dying light 2, right? Yeah, so, sure. Let's
1: do it. Tell me all about it. How are you, bro? Yeah, no,
0: I'm good, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty standard all the way around. Uh, you guys don't want to hear about my work, obviously, so boring boohoo work. <laughs> um, you want to hear about my gaming? So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's here for my gaming. Yeah. Um, nothing uh nothing too crazy the 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 standards um haven't actually dipped into halo i think this is the first time i haven't played halo for an entire week tuesday to tuesday Mm. no well it hasn't been tuesday yet but like i i didn't play it since like a lot like quite a while ago it's been like well over a week um so that that's that that, Uh, even though btb is fixed um Mm -hmm. we are looking to hop back into that and i did mention that i'm keen to hop back into that i too would like to do that a lot of our um a lot of our friends that we play fps with have uh seem to have confessed that they never really liked halo um like genuinely like they were just like yeah i just never really clicked with it even when we were in like the hype period of it and i was like well i don't know you still played it for like seven hours a day with us (laughs) yeah we still had had a lot of fun like yeah, you I have don't to go understand. pro, like you know, you just, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which is exactly my, which is actually the point I actually put to you as well. Where I was like, I'm kind of playing Apex and Halo, and you were like, Oh, I don't really have enough time for both, and I was just like, Dude, you don't need to go pro in either. I end. do. I'm just like, no, I just bounce between them, and I'm willing you to. Do ad- I- I'm effect.
1: willing to admit that. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm willing to break down your spirits and say you're never going to go pro, so. Well,
1: um, you should see my Onyx rank in the solo queue. <laughs> I mean, Onyx, yeah, yeah, fucking, any Onyx you
0: guys Pokemon, you fucking
1: loser. I wish. <laughs> I do wish. Um, yeah, um, I mean, it's been the Samurai event this week as well, so that's been, that's been nice, um, nearly, yeah, I think I'm that, three levels from the end, Um, there's like a wicked yeah, so where, in there. Where did we leave off
0: from it last time When it last came around It was cause uh, it's so like 18 like No 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 I meant like in the samurai Then when it was last oh. around Because there's like 18 There's like 18 squares or it's rewards 30, or it's 30 total 30?
1: Jesus um, we left out on like 17 or something, was it that's last right. time? Yeah, so you can get 10 levels per yeah. event. So now I'm on like 27, 28. So just...
0: 27? Why not just finish off the
1: 30? What? Well, <laughs> well, they up they to leave the you amount, in 27. Didn't they? They used to, You could only get seven Ugh. before per event. And then they went, yeah, you're right. That's probably too slow. Level up it to 10. Um, yeah, so. but now next time that event comes around, people play like one game. But I, I guess that's <laughs> done. It's like, well, oh yeah, to t- be fair, to three levels. I'm yeah. sick and tired of like Fiesta. Like, I don't mind it for like a whole. I don't need an event every three weeks, like doing it. And like, and I, I really don't yeah. mind. I have a high tolerance for this sort of stuff. But like the mm-hmm. the weekly ultimate, which I guess isn't technically part <laughs> of the event, but the weekly ultimate was that mm-hmm. stupid fucking one where it was like stop people getting a killjoy, so stop someone's killing spree. Do that three times. Usually you can re-roll it, but you can't re-roll the ultimate, and my god, like, my KD must have dropped by, like, half. Like, just because I was, like, I was bored, I was like, I I don't want to play the anymore, I'm kind of done with Halo, but I'm like, I've done all the weekly challenges just to be told, oh, you have to force, like, you know, smash your head against the wall. So your brain curls.
0: It's a really stupid challenge. It makes sense just to make it get killings spree's yourself, because to stop other people's, I mean... You either have to throw and get them some kills and then kill them, or you just you just I guess have to hope you're against some absolute fucking fraggers and that they're just popping off and you yeah. get the occasional kill or something. It's just it's just stupid. I I, I really think it should just be yeah. you get three killing sprees. It's something you can control a little bit more. Yeah, needs to go. Um, yeah, it's it's not cool. Yeah, you you are losing your freaking mind.
1: Um, doing that like, well when you're in a party with yeah. us every now and again you just hear me roar down the microphone like i got one like and like the yeah. last one i got was pure fucking fluke like if i hadn't because like it was before that i was actually doing kind of well and like i'd get lucky you know and maybe i was the only good one on, like doing doing well on the team so i'd get killed yeah great took ages still dumb. but then the third one i was like at the end of my tether like i was a couple of games away from like actually becoming the joker and <laughs> at one point, I was just spamming a cinder shot like, into a wall. Like I was just fa- zoning out. And I was just like... I watched someone walk past, but I just kept firing. I don't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, There was no like brain there at all. And someone like yeah. ran at me to melee me. And my cinder shot like, bounced around the room and killed us both. And I got killjoy. And I, I just felt nothing. I felt nothing. I was just <laughs> like... <laughs> I guess it's I'm done. done now. Yeah, yeah it's
0: like uh, the fucking Frodo meme. God.
1: It's done. Honestly, it's mate.
0: Fucking Mount Doom.
1: Because I haven't like I, I've I know people have been like really whiny about the challenges in Halo. I think generally it's okay. And they since they've culled a lot of it, like it's it's been fine generally. And they you know be, yeah. There's a couple in there which are like really shit. But this is the first time where I was like getting Apex. Like location based flashback challenges, but I was like, oh my God, like land in this place and get three kills. And it's just like, this is the worst. Like, why are you making me through my own game to do this? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah.
0: It's. Um, God damn it. Yeah. It was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, and the reward was kind of cool. And I was like, maybe I'll come on and do that. Chances are still unlikely. And then when you sent me what the weekly ultimate was, I was just like,
1: nah. I almost nah. gave up. I literally. Like, that's, lit up. Yeah. <laughs> that's not worth it, no. in my opinion. It's just not. There's been yeah there has been some cool weeklies recently though they're like a shotgun skin and that AR one yeah. yeah it's all been some pretty cool stuff um but yeah yeah
0: for sure That's hilarious. um and then yeah so uh and then uh Apex uh been playing that you know we're leading up into season twelve coming launching it, uh Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. the eighth um so that's kind of cool um you know do like me a bit of Apex uh, we both do um. Decks kind of hesitant to get back into it, but I think I think it
1: will crack. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll probably play again and ruin it for everyone so that we have a four man squad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I will probably give it another go. Um, did you actually?
0: I, don't, I know this is obviously Apex. It flies over a lot of people's shoulders, but just quickly, did you hear that they du- they doubled the size of Gibby's dome?
1: I saw something, 12? but it looked like a bug. It no, I don't like think a bug. it is. But I genuinely why would they, think I they They've done
0: that because because they obviously thought this new character that can launch the fire thing into his dome. They were just like, that's too much of a counter. We need to increase the size of his dome so they have like safe space still inside it. And I was just like, no, like Gibby can have a counter. (laughs) That sounds great. (laughs) Like let let somebody counter him for the first time in its entire release. Let somebody counter Gibby. Anyway ran over but i was very surprised when i saw that um but uh yeah i'm excited for the new season and then obviously dying light 2 was kind of the big the big launch for us um this this weekend and this poor little handsome boy not me uh (laughs) speaking of the third person (laughs) yeah (laughs) that guy um uh yeah deck was away this weekend so he had a bit of uh fomo as we were playing it i did and it was the worst as
1: well because i was like we were like walking through liverpool like having a great time and then like you know those like billboards would flash up with dying light too and i was just like oh oh." (laughs) that reminded i just got on over the fact that everyone's having fun without me
0: yeah and that's exactly what it is man it is uh it is a really fun game um it's not perfect by any means it's actually pretty it's actually pretty janky and pretty rough around the edges um you see a lot of wacky shit in it, in, in in like a game session. Like we're gonna go co- go off and play it after this, and I guarantee you, you're gonna see something funny. Um, mm. It's just the physics and the open worldness of the game. You always get funny little things. You, you see them in every RPG of this of this sort of uh, caliber. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really fun, man. Um, and uh, I'm having a good time with it, and it's a great little co-op game. Um, although I'm not sure if this is a bug and I think we're we're both not sure if this is a bug um, but progress doesn't seem to carry story progress, should I say doesn't seem to carry from world to world so if you're playing with Jimmy like from host to guest yeah. yeah, from host to guest you're playing with Jimmy and you do the entire campaign in one night and then Jimmy's not on tomorrow so you boot up into your solo game you still have all your XP, all your loot, all your weapons, all that sort of stuff, your character, but you're going to be on whatever mission you left off on, on your world. You're going to be on mission one, mission two, or whatever, even though you technically completed the game. Um, so I don't know if that's on purpose or not. It's 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 a little bit weird. But you still get the achievements for the, the, the milestones in the, in the campaign and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's, you're technically completing it,
1: right? Yeah. It's still
0: technically
1: it's a bit weird it, just... it is a bit weird yeah I, I don't know because it doesn't it's not like yeah I don't, I don't really know where to where the pulse is on that because i'm not sure like if it is like you said it was intentional or not and i don't really understand because there, there are some there are some games where that happens where like if you're at different point in the story like if you join a mission ahead then you're meant to be then your progress isn't safe because mm-hmm. it's like well, you you haven't hit level two yet so you can't jump to level four yeah. right so mm-hmm. and that would kind of makes sense but like yeah you think about other co games and usually if you're at the same point it ticks off the quests for all of you so i just it's a bit yeah. weird and it's like maybe there's like some sort of place you can go in the world to access the missions that you have completed up to but that your world doesn't move forward with someone else's if that Eventually. makes sense like yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know. But I yeah, it would be a bit. It wouldn't be the end of the like. You know, it's not the end of the world, but it um, it's just a bit, a bit weird.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just a bit awkward because, you know, like we've we've done most of the story, I think, on one of our friends' worlds. So it's just like if that friend isn't on, and we're playing, I'm just playing with somebody else like I'm back at like mission one rather than picking off at mission eight where we did all the progress in his world so it's just a little bit weird like that but like I said you still get all the achievements you, your character still remains all the same so it's it's like you know if you've got an uninterrupted flow of, in that person's world it's like you are just playing and completing the game yourself it's not but um but yeah it's a little bit weird and like I said I haven't put enough time in the game to to know if it is just like a mission select thing maybe you can find it at the hub. And it's just like showing you that you're a mission one, but technically you could jump to mission eight if you wanted to. Um, I don't know. Um, But it's just from what I've experienced so far,
1: uh, that seems to be the case. And you said to me before Um, today, you would say you have played it for about six hours. Was that right? Yeah, 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 I'd
0: say about six, seven hours we've done. Yeah. Um, I've probably played Most of two, that's been
1: co-op. Maybe two and a half.
0: Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, most of that's been
1: co-op, but uh, the, the uh, intro to that game is very, very long. Well, that's what I was going to say. Um, game devs, you know you're out there. Stop making us do hour-long tutorials in co before we can play together. If you're marketing your game more. as co-op, like, this is not a thing. Like, most people's attention span isn't even that long. Like, we do. Like, we have, like, dedicated gaming sessions. But a lot of people are going to jump on and be like, we still not playing together. I'm fucking done with this. Should we go play cards? Like, you know, it's like... Yeah. It's like, the, the most I'm willing to, like, give you there without getting pissed off is, like, half an hour. Like, after that, I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's just drawn out. And, and most of it's uh, just
0: exposition on the world, cutscenes, stuff like that. Like... The the actual yeah. hey this is how you mantle, this is how you jump this is these are zombies yeah. you know that's probably like 15-20 minutes yeah <laughs> like, yeah the rest of it's just just e- exposition to the world Absolutely. so like there's definitely ways they can they can um, yeah cut
1: that out and man or not do it some um, of those characters fucking go on I'll tell you yeah, like they're like they the do. dialogues is like double the length it needs to be and I'm like it, like. This yeah. is not, I don't, I know they're like, they've like spent, they've obviously spent a lot of time trying to like craft a lot of like lore and like detail into the world, but it's like, stop delivering it to me in just dialogue. Can I not just like see like environmental storytelling? Like, it's, yeah. and it's like, I don't give a shit. Like, I listened to it for like the first few lines and I'm like, still going, still going, yeah. Oh, it's still going. And I'm like, I would never have sat through this, and especially in co op. Like, surely they, that, that, that was like one of the first things that I was playing the game and I was like, this is not ideal. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, luckily it's not the sort of game where you're playing with the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we've experienced it with one of our friends, which is just he's notoriously known for just skipping all cutscenes, all dialogue, he just doesn't give a shit. And then acting confused. Um, <laughs> and he just speed runs it, yeah. And then like an hour later he's like, How do I do this? And we're like, Well, you should have fucking yeah. like should have read the dialogue, So, and he's just, it, it's killing him. Like It's absolutely killing him. When these characters are talking and we don't want to skip, he's literally like, ah! He's <laughs> just like <laughs> writhing in his seat. <laughs> he just hates it. Because it is kind of meaningless. Like, I'm someone
1: who likes a good story, and even I'm like,
0: can you, sh- can, you- can you shut up? It just goes on too long. It
1: literally <laughs> just goes on too long. <laughs> can you shut up? Like, like I say, like that's what it is. They they try and deliver too much of the story and the exposition through just like in-game dialogue delivery. Like, even if we had to... Like, generally, I'm not in favour of cutting to cut scenes. But like at least it would be like, add some excitement to it. Like, fucking hell. Like, you know, you can actually add some cinematography, but I'm just staring at her face yeah. like an oblivion. And it's like, like, you're like, like you're like running on the rooftops and talking in like the cutscene. Literally. You like
0: can see, You can see people doing the parkour and you're having a conversation. But instead, yeah, you're just, you're just sitting on like a rooftop, holding each other's hands, talking. Yeah. It's
1: just, I always thought, yeah,
0: it's, it's a bit much. I
1: always thought it was something that Borderlands did well, um, because it's like, we just uh, literally, we'll just t- tell you over the radio. Like you press, you press yep. X and they're like, okay, you go out and I'll tell you on the way there. And then you're on the way there, you're fucking shooting boys and yeah. they're like, you got to do this. You don't have to be paying attention to it. That's not like a barrier to your progress. But this is like, oh my God. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. you can skip it all very, very easily. But like it, it, it's just like, how much do I have to listen to versus how much is fat? And like, that's where you're like, yeah. oh, it's just, it just acts as a barrier to like, you know, seamless like co-op gameplay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Definitely noticed it. And don't get me wrong, the um
0: the voice acting is actually pretty good. Like I actually I actually think it is good. Um it's just it's just what they're talking about. Like it's just it's just it's just a zombie game. Like there's a virus, you know, there's there's a militia, like we've done it a hundred times. Like we don't need to sit and listen to it for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So like,
1: but, yeah, it's just, it's just, um, it's the delivery more than anything else. Like I, I think there's probably dying lights kind of uh, like conceptually is quite a cool zombie world. And that it's like in order to survive, you know, because of the nighttime thing in order to survive, everybody had mm-hmm. to develop skills to be quick and agile and, and mobile. And, you know, like because of that, the rooftops are like designed for, like as if humans have made them easy to hop across, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, and that creates yeah. some really cool, like, or, like organic, um, like level design, and and it's just like I wish that that had carried over to the storytelling, but it, it hasn't. But uh, then, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. it's just not, it's just not yeah. in- interesting, like <laughs> for the most part. Uh, so yeah. No, no, it's not. But it's
0: um, luckily the gameplay kind of makes up for it. The parkour feels good. Um, the combat. Uh, oh god, I got to sneeze. I don't. (laughs) Okay, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) We're all rooting for you. I I fought it after. What a zombie! (laughs) Let's go. The the combat I have to say is a little bit it's a little bit samey for me. Um, it gets better once you start adding mods to your weapons and stuff. But like, I I shit you not, sometimes I have to whack a zombie about twelve times with a machete. One zombie and there's like thirty on my screen yeah um and i i think it scales with the people you play with so you go into your world it's three hits you know like, oh, this feels kind of fluid i'm just carving away through the crowd but you play with four friends and that zombies now t- taking like 12 hits to die and it just becomes like a, a fucking whack a piñata session between you
1: and your four friends and this one thing. <laughs> um and it just looks fucking. <laughs> but it is funny though like, to be fair yeah. I, oh, okay. I think I think it's a good point. I think it is interesting. I have a lot to say about that because it's like and, and again, based on that, like, I've only played like three hours, but like um I, I think it's, it's interesting because like I think dying light has always been intentional and like deliberate in that zombies aren't like fodder like necessarily, like like because you are weak. Like you know, you're hitting them with a wrench and it's like that is not gonna kill a minion of the undead, you know? Uh and mm-hmm. so I think some of it is deliberate in that like you're not meant to be able to mow through zombies, but there are times where it's like you know they're like blocking a path and it's like i need to kill some to get past and you're like i've just been swinging this left to right for 40 hits now (laughs) this got boring even though you could like parkour past them i guess but then they have like a whole combat tree dedicated to combat so it's like am i meant to or not uh yeah so yeah i i do think it is and i think you're probably right i think it's probably because as you move through the game it it, it will enhance the feeling of like progression and you know the mods and finding a good weapon and everything so i think that does make sense yeah Um, because
0: you you get you get cool skills later where um well obviously you can like if you stagger somebody you can like jump on them and mantle them and then drop kick like other other things stuff like that you could like drop kick like from a rooftop like come down on them and like crush their head yeah i've got um You got like abilities where you can use their momentum. So like as they're charging, you use the momentum like throw them into a wall, and then that will do some of the hell. So like I think as you progress, everything will just flow together really nicely, yeah. and you'll feel like you're actually like like really skilled. That like, you feel like almost like a martial artist, and you're just manipulating these zombies. But right now, it's kind of just like a yeah, you just everyone's just smacking a pinata. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's we've had some. I was in stitches the other night where. We had like this qu- side quest, like dialogue, and this guy was like talking to us, and um, and he was like starting us. He's like, "Oh, you're you not gonna do anything. I'll silence you right here, right now." And then, it, it, you know, it starts, and you have to fight him. And then suddenly there was just like four of us, and he was just like, "Oh, was
1: that?" <laughs> and then we all just smashed <laughs> him in a corner. Was that the guy you have the dialogue with, and then he gets like pissed off at the end of it? starts so attacking you. I had a side quest. Yeah, I'm, I think so. It, yeah, you know, like he was like in the bottom of a the bottom floor Base. of a, yeah. yeah. He seems like a mechanic or something. Yeah, and you're speaking to him then all of a sudden yeah. he's like... I'm a, yeah, and then you just always like... And he's like... Bloom, yeah. Bloom, in a and
0: we, Yeah, we... We all just absolutely mashed him in a corner <laughs> and we like chopped off his head and his legs and stuff like that. And it was just, I'm, I was just in stitches, bro. It was so funny. Just the whole concept of him thinking it's a 1v1 yeah. and suddenly like three yeah. other guys pop like, in. He's vroom, vroom, vroom. You just like phase <laughs> outwards. You like clone outwards. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there weren't three of you a second ago. <laughs> popped in. This is not fair. Um, spawn Spawned yeah. it. Nice.
1: It may, it makes for some comical moments for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting, yeah. and, I, and I like I like that they've taken this direction of like like they've gone in a more RPG direction with like with like this whole skill points and like yeah. they looks like there's more detail and like uh, there's just more depth to like the weapons and the modding. I know I know it's quite a big thing in the first one, but it looks like it like just from what I'm seeing, like it looks like there's really gone a whole other step further, which is cool. I think all of that stuff is very mm-hmm. very cool, um, and. I guess like, that was the other thing about the combat. If it as much as as much as what we're saying about the like how it feels at a low level, the like the moment to moment actually hitting shit feels really good. It's like really um like a lot of feedback yeah. and like really kinetic. Wait, like you hit stuff yeah. like you know and clothes tear off when you hit them and they're like mass with fall of yeah. people. Like yeah, it feels really like just really good. So like I think that will all mm. hopefully that will all like, come together. As as like we play out more,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, it feels great, and like the addition of like the um, the uh, vibration and like the triggers and stuff with all the hits and the mantling and stuff like that feels really cool. Like when you climb onto like a rooftop and all that, you get that feedback
1: sort of thing. Yeah, um, it feels good, man. Yeah. So, um, and I, I, I guess this is the only like is the other thing I was thinking is like I feel like there are some things. That they have taken away from like what I would consider like like standard like RPG mechanics and put it into the s- skill tree. At least I think they have. Like, it's weird that this game doesn't have sprint. This is that just me. Yes. It's weird that you don't sprint. Yes. You're like running and all the characters are like, run, and you're like like just doing a leisurely like jog. And you're like, yeah, why well, your can't I go like quicker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah.
0: You have like a small, yeah, you can unlock like a dart, it gives you a bit of extra speed. Yeah. You can then use to like Jump. Prepare yourself. You know, like, yeah. Sprint. Jump. That sort of thing, and then later you unlock a slide. Like, why is there, why not is there a, slide? Not a slide to begin with? Like, yeah. Yeah. Do I have to learn a slide? Really? I can go outside and slide right now in my garden. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't need an like, apocalypse. I just feel like it- <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it's
1: just it's something that should have just been base movement um, yeah. that they just put behind a skill tree. And that's that's the know. thing. Like maybe it will pay off. Like maybe it will pay off, and like you know, we'll get to the end and we'll find like clothes and armors that will like really, really like you know, help make with these builds. And it's like, well, I'm speccing into sliding, and this wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't a skill tree thing because everyone would have had it by default. You know, well, you know what I mean. So uh, yeah, I just think that that is sort of a thing. I was having played at the beginning. I was like, I'm not sure about this. Um, yeah. And how do we think about that? No, I mean, we all had the same thought. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about sort of the parkour in, in general?
0: Uh, I think the parkour in general is pretty good. Um, like I said, I feel like at, at points, as you mentioned, without that sprint, it, it, it can feel a bit slow. When like, the music's pumping, you've got like a chase behind you and stuff like that. And you're just like, it's like me, I was like going out for a jog. Like, <laughs> I'm not going much faster than that. And I'm like, um, yeah, so apart from that and not feeling a bit it could feel a bit more intense if it was quicker um i feel like it's actually pretty good like mm-hmm. it, it all flows together quite nicely um uh, like you said the rooftops and the world is kind of built around it so like when you do follow these paths and stuff like that it, it does feel pretty cool yeah um there's there's been a few janky moments you know where like um I've clipped through something, or like I'm like, why didn't I mount that? Yeah. So I just like hit my face and then fell, and yeah. it's just like, oh, it's annoying. But they're they're little short things. One thing I will say is the stamina when you start that game is painfully low. Yeah, it twirler. is so so small, you can barely climb like a one of those little billboard posters before your guy actually just falls off. guess like a few times I just fell off it. Same sort of thing. Goes, I'm like, isn't it? like, yeah, they just want to bulk it out for later as an upgradable stat um it was so painful like i I could barely do anything um
1: and it was just yeah so but now it's a little bit better i think it's like it's it's a little bit crackdowny in that sense you know yeah like as you build it up Mm -hmm. like you have more access to moving around the world like easier Uh, yeah yeah it's something like that um i will say like i think it's I, i agree i think it feels quite good for the most part i think it definitely the game like excels when it puts you in positions where you have to like just on-the-fly improvise. Because the world is designed really well, from what I can tell. Like, it's very organic. And, like, you know, you're hopping from, like, a rooftop to, like, a street lamp, and then you're, like, climbing up it, and you're then jumping onto, like, a a post. And you're just trying to do it on the fly because you're trying to not to fall while you're being chased. And, you know, and you kind of Mm -hmm. use combat, like, a little bit throughout that. And I think that's when the game is, like, really at its best. Um, Yeah. uh, But, like, I don't think it's, like, absolutely perfect. I think I still feel like sometimes movement feels a bit squishy. And that might sound a bit weird. Squishy is the word that just comes to mind, but like it's just a bit like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and that's that's my feedback what? to the devs. <laughs> it's a bit... just like you feel like there should be like more animations to it and more weight to it, sort I, of thing. I, I find it hard what to put mean? my finger exact on exactly what it is. I tell you what doesn't help, the fact that the right bumper is jump. That doesn't ha- like I understand that they're making this game for most people who don't have elite controllers, but I wish I could just change the control scheme so that I can just use A as jump. I think that would kind of help. Bumpers just aren't jump to me, and it like I don't think it helps that feeling of like, like it's just not as responsive as like a paddle or, an, or a face button, you know. Um, yeah, I think well they've done that on purpose because a lot of people, like you said, don't have elites and
0: stuff like that, yeah. and a lot of the parkour is like Assassin's Creed where you have to hold the button to keep climbing and yeah. to vault stuff. Of course, it's just like well you're gonna just hold A with your thumb,
1: like that's yeah really I understand yeah, I understand it's, it. This
0: isn't this isn't gears. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand it, um, but like, I think a couple more options there would have been nice. Uh, like, and I, like, I would have liked a wider field of view as well. It's not bad, but like, just man, first-person games, just like all of them, just give me field of view options, all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have liked it wider because mm-hmm. that's not only what I'm used to, but like these sorts of games benefit. Like, it just even on, I know it's low on the priority list, but like, even if it's just a like a next-gen console feature, you know. Yeah, because I know it strains like bandwidth more to like have that. But yeah, speaking uh, speaking of which, and I sort of segue
0: into that. Um, why can't I run this game with high resolution at 60? <laughs> isn't, that, is, isn't that kind of what we bought our consoles for to have like native 4K 60 frames on like every game? Yeah, at least. Like, why, why do I have to play it on a pretty poopy resolution to have 60?
1: I think it is a bit spotty technically. Yeah, and I like. There are times that I'm looking at the game. And I'm like, that's quite pretty. And then there are other games I'm looking at. I'm like, that line of just looks okay. Like yeah. that looks fine. Yeah. I guess. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah, I don't know. I just felt a little bit salty because
0: um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not obviously down to the console. I know, I know that it's down to how they've developed the game and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I just felt like a bit. I was just like didn't we buy these consoles to play at like the highest possible resolution while maintaining 60 frames? Like I don't understand like why I have to give up certain things but I don't know. Plus it's like three resolution options. It's like performance, quality, quality yeah. and then resolution. something else. Resolution. resolution. So it's just like, I don't know what the difference between quality and resolution is.
1: It's a much until they did it? It was like quality is just like in buffs the like assets makes them look better like trees and bushes and Like textures, but would I
0: lose sixty doing that?
1: Yeah, I try both. You lose sixty. It's
0: just, it's not worth it. But like, I just don't feel like I should have to do that compromise. But
1: I don't know. Um, maybe that's just me. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I I don't know what it runs at in the sixty mode. Probably like fourteen forty p. But yeah, I feel like I know it's an open world, but I don't know. I just I guess, and I guess it is something less populated by a lot of stuff. Um, Yeah. yeah, it doesn't like even understanding that it still doesn't feel right that I can't have like. 60 frames, or at least high 50s. You know, I can go for a dynamic mm-hmm. um, with with a higher yeah. resolution because sometimes I feel like I can, I can, I can feel the softness. I'm used to 4K yeah. now, and I can feel the softness of the resolution. And I'm like, this feels it's, like 1080. I I feel like that game would actually be very pretty
0: with with higher with higher resolutions. Yeah. Like I I I think it's quite pretty right now. To be honest, playing at 60, I think it's it's pretty decent mm. um, at the lowest, but like. It's just a shame because I do feel like it could really shine um, with the higher ones, but I'm not giving up. I'm not playing the 30. So Yeah, agreed. Like you've kind of you tied my hands. So Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: All right. I'm gonna suggest we move on unless there's anything else you want to add. because um, we'll rack up a bit of time. No, nope. uh, yeah, okay. No, nope, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, okay, cool. So um The next thing really, I haven't seen the full showcase but I think PlayStation did a little showcase this, did they do a little showcase? I think they did and they showed off um, Gran Turismo which I haven't seen but a lot of people apparently are saying it looks very pretty which is unsurprising it's a sim game and that's great. Um, The other thing was obviously Ghostwire Tokyo which I think is the thing that us two are probably more interested in seeing. I saw a couple of gifts here mm. and there. Looked fucking very stylish. <laughs> Looks quite pretty. Yeah. Um and I, I've seen like good to like mixed reactions. I think a lot of people have been like, this isn't what I was expecting, but a lot of people have been like, yeah, it's fucking crazy, bro. Um so yeah, that's coming out like March as well, isn't it? So I mean PlayStation have quite a bit of um a bit of a few banger months lined up really with Sifu and Horizon and and now Ghostwire. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's quite a lot. Yeah, I actually forgot Horizon was coming out at the end of this month. Yeah. It's um, coming out the 18th. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they do have some, some some good stuff coming up. And um, yeah, Ghostwire looked good, man. Um, I think that's the one thing I can say about it is it is very stylish. Mm. Like the, the art design and the world in that game looks so so interesting and so cool yeah um like it's what it's what instantly drew me into it the moment i saw the first trailer i was like what's happening i was just like is this a horror game is this like an action game i was like
1: this is so weird and cool like yeah that um, was it that was actually now that i remember there was a lot of like mixed reactions because people were like oh this is actually a lot more action i thought this was gonna be like more horror i think that was like some people were expecting that like differently but
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I think people were expecting like some kind of almost yeah horror esque like kind of detective game or something maybe. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's it's going to turn out to be that. Um, I always kind of saw it as like an action game personally. Yeah. Um, from from the gameplay I, I saw. Well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it looks cool. And then obviously that's from um, uh, we said it oh. earlier was Tango. It Tango Tango. Yeah. One of the studios under Bethesda. So. Um, Big up Bethesda and, uh, and yeah, Xbox. Man. Maybe we'll, we'll get it soon. <laughs> we'll
1: get it soon. March 2023. Um, uh, yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Woohoo. Um, but yeah, it's always good to see a, a nice looking game um, and one I'll be excited to play, being pumped out by a studio under yeah. us. Um, so
1: yeah. yeah. And if you're out there, you've got PS5. Let's know how it is. yeah, <laughs> yeah play it. let's uh, yeah. Let's do what we have to look forward to., uh, so we'll see the scores for that um, and see how it does uh, when the time rolls around. but yeah, i'm ex- I'm excited for that one. I, you don't hear much from Tango, and Tango is obviously like one of the only Japanese developers that Xbox has. So yeah, it's quite it's quite a unique bit of output from them. Well, yeah, for sure. yeah. All right. And the last sort of um I guess like honorable mention before we move into the news. Was uh, that Philly Cheesesteak, You know, um, Uncle Gaming Philly Spencer uh, has won a Dice Award, um, which they do annually, and you know they they pick they do different awards for like people in the industry, yada yada yada. And Phil got the Lifetime Achievement Award, um, which is the twenty fifth one um, happening this year. And the award, fun- the, funnily enough, the award's going to be presented by Todd Howard. And you know, I've been scrolling through Twitter, and like there were so many people just saying like you know like, industry people like, congratulating Phil and Phil responding to everyone saying, thank you, you know, can't wait to see you again. And it was just like, at one point I was like, I'm getting sick of this. Phil, are you such a popular guy, are you? Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but obviously, you know, yeah, I think, I think, like, most most people who are, like, kind of into following the game and news are like, you know, this is, this is cool, dude. This is cool, dude. Like, yeah. you know, you, even if you're in the minority and you don't like the whole vision of subscriptions and Games Pass, like, he's a cool dude. He, like, he plays games and when he talks, you can kind of feel that kind of, you know, like emanating out of him and i think that's what makes him uh like a someone who you look to for the, the console that you buy and you're like i am, i can be sold on this by him because yeah he knows it and he plays it you know one of us one of us <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah he's,
0: he's he's a really cool dude he's always fucking whenever he's on camera he's always beaming he's always he's always yeah. happy to be there yeah um yeah he's just he's just pretty awesome he's he's not just like a fucking suit you know he's not just like you said he is kind of like a gamer and he knows what he's doing and hell he's really turned xbox around so exactly he's 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 a he's a damn legend in my eyes but
1: absolutely so as far as we go you know you 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 deserved it phil you deserve it well done buddy um Cool. All right. So let's move into sort of the the news then. And you know, I, I, unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard about the biggest, you know, the the next acquisition. You know, we're talking about this every two weeks at this point, uh, which was that PlayStation acquired Bungie uh, on uh, this was on Monday, so it was straight after the episode. Our last episode went live, and I think most podcasts are the same. They do it on the weekend, and then yeah. big news goes up at the beginning of the week. Um, initial reactions because I think I messaged you uh, this to know. We're fucked. Sony win. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah. My my initial reactions were were obviously just like, shit, Destiny's going to be exclusive. They have pulled out the big guns. They're angry we took card. But then obviously that didn't turn out to be the case once I looked into it a little bit more. Um, And then I was kind of just like, I feel like this is a bit of a snake in the grass move. I feel (laughs) like this is a, it's, it's almost like a threat, isn't it? It's almost just like you fucking you watch your step. You watch your step over there at Xbox or yeah. we're just going to pull de- the destiny IP from yeah. underneath your feet. Yeah, so we got thing. muscle. We got but, muscle. Yeah. But play nice and we can all we can all benefit. Yeah, know, sort of thing. I feel like it's one of the I feel like it's one of those sort of moves. Um yeah. now that I've looked into it a little bit more. Like leverage. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um but yeah, obviously it's staying multi-plat. Um uh I don't know uh, in, t- in like ha- how the talks have gone for like Destiny Three and stuff like that. I guess that always that will remain multiplat as well, but like that's you know I don't even think that's that far in development. Um, I if, don't even if, know if they, they will. It. Yeah, if they even will, because um, they're just updating um, Destiny Two like crazy. I actually think I saw a. Um, a news article that said like the pre-orders for the witch queen were insane like like the highest since like forsaken or something yeah um so uh yeah so obviously people are still loving the game and loving the content and stuff like that and it's a big ip you know it is like destiny is huge um so yep good on them
1: yeah I uh, I saw this and I was immediately like, oh f- God, fucking damn it! Because I, I mean, if, if you've listened to the podcast before, like I've you know been on record of saying like I'd love Xbox to partner up with with Bungie more because I think Bungie do like yeah. in in some in some uh, aspects of the de- development they are like at the top of the industry. Not all of them, like they have like I think they've been overtaken a bit in terms of shooting mechanics, but their shooting mechanics still feel like amazing. Uh, but like Skybox, like Skybox design, like incredible, and like you can't deny the impact that Destiny... Like, Destiny's been one of the most influential console games ever. Like, yeah. everyone has been chasing that, like, what Destiny has got. Not from a critical standpoint, but from a commercial success standpoint. Like, you know, there's been so many clones, like, following that MMO light or that shared world shooter kind of experience. Like, they really set a precedent and a tone for that going into the 8th gen, you know, last gen. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, and like, you, can't, you can't really deny that. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I've always said, like, you know, man... I'd be I'd love to see um some sort of <coughs> partnership there. So this was like a big like bummer to me. And even though we like we will get into it, there's been a lot of discourse and back and forth on kind of like the like the exclusivity details. It's like I I know I'm gonna be getting a lesser experience from here on out, and that kind of bums me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I have to live and with the can... anxiety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and, and to be honest uh, even prior to this we've had a lesser experience with destiny and destiny 2 haven't we with yeah. playstation and it's limited time so i feel like it's either going to be the same or just like worse um i don't really know um but yeah i mean they're definitely going to sway some stuff in in there uh over into their court it'd be weird not to like yeah <laughs> they were doing it prior to purchasing the uh the the uh the studio so why would they not now yeah um yeah for sure and the
1: the funny thing about all of it is that Phil is like on record saying like Destiny's his favourite game he's been saying that for the Mm. last five years he's like max light level like he's it's it's his main he's a Destiny main so he must have like I can't help but think like immediately he must have like called up Jim Ryan and just be like please please don't take it off (laughs) Uh, but not that there's ever been a precedent for that like nobody has ever like acquired someone and then pulled a game off a store but it's still like the future of it like you know yeah it's big man like you know a lot of people like you said
0: might be like oh destiny's garbage or destiny strategy it's not, yeah, it's like, not. Destiny like come is a <laughs> fantastic game like it might it, it it might have its its quirks and its kinks and stuff like that but it is a massive game and a big experience um and
1: shit like that does have its kinks um the game is very very good i think if there um, was any like criticism you were going to like levy against bungie with uh, Destiny. It was obviously, like the storytelling and like the reuse of content has been like really shitty, but most of it has been yeah. like the live service elements. Like, that's been the biggest draw of controversy. Like, you know, the fact that, that play for another year and we're going to del- like make all your content useless. Like, stuff you've actually paid for is now not in the game. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest like criticism that Bungie draw, like, in terms of actually kind of what's there and like the art and how it feels yeah. on the controller. it's always like stellar. Yeah.
0: Mm. But it's not, it's not like, it's not pulled content though. It's just like the stuff, you can still play it, but like, it's just the stuff you get from it, it's not viable going, going into the, the new, the new game sort of thing. No, there are some stuff um, like,
1: like, well, I've just like, off the top of my head, like the planets, I'm not just talking about loot, but you know, like the fact that the planets are cycled out and it's like, that was on the disc when I bought it and now it's not. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for that sort of stuff,
0: you should never pull content out. They need to do like a Hearthstone sort of situation and just have like a, like a separate a, legacy, or a separate mode. Legacy you, planets. Yeah. You know, you can flick to and just play like a a, a legacy version of Destiny 2 or something. Um, it should always be accessible. The consumer's paid for it. It's, it's a bit weird just to rip it out of your hands. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I agree. That is kind of their main criticism. And and yeah, right. the the whole microtransactions and store and stuff like that that doesn't fly too well either. Yeah. Um. Especially in a trip in a
1: triple A game that you pay full price for. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a live service stuff that I think that they've maybe mishandled a bit over, over the time. Um. But like I said, yeah. you know, I think Bungie are an amazing studio. Um. And you know, well, really, really talented. Well, we'll, yeah. and, and there's, like I said, there's a lot, there's a lot to kind of unpack here because, um, the acquisition happened for what was it, three point six billion. Um, correct, that is a lot of money for not much now mm-hmm. because there have Especially been like Destiny. Destiny, we, we, yeah. We've had there's been like rumors and like of Bungie being in talks with like other publishers in the past. Um, which by the way is really funny because Halo, not Halo, Bungie have been under Xbox, under Activision, and now under Sony. And it's like, guys, <laughs> do you want to be independent yeah. or not? Like, what's going on? It, yeah. um. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's like I want to be single. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and yeah, so it's very expensive in the terms that, like you say, yeah, the, in terms of the IP there. Like the IP, my understanding is that the IP really affects the prices of these acquisitions, and with it just being desperate obviously very, very popular, very, very lucrative. But just one, that's this is like half mm. of Bethesda. But that's doing yeah. seven point five. Like that's mental. Like that's how it sounds like a really big overpayment to me.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of just like what will they do with it? It's not just it's destiny it's just destiny right now. But like like we've said, Bungie are a talented studio, and they they might have some other projects and some other IPs they got up their sleeve. Well, we know they're working on new um, IP. Yeah, it's called Matter. So, Matter. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that actually. Yeah. Um, but it's so, just... yeah, you know, it's it's, it's also kinda of what the future holds. But right now, yeah, that's that's essentially three point six billion for what feels like destiny. Yeah. Um and yeah, like you said, when you compare it to Bethesda, which is like sure, it's like double that, but like, oh my god, like Bethesda is ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 like David and the Goliath. <laughs> Goliath. <laughs> yeah. It's like David and the Goliath. So David and wow. uh Frank. David and Frank, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So,
1: yeah. but hey, but yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that says more about like the Bethesda acquisition, or if it says more about the Bungie one. Like, was Bethesda just a really good deal, or was Bungie an overpayment? Like, I'm leaning towards Bungie being an overpayment because, like, in the billions for a single. Like, when you look at purchases for other studios, one thing that people always point to was Sony's acquisition of Insomniac, which was 200 million, like fucking nothing. And yeah. the reason is because Insomniac had like no IPs because everyone that they worked with they worked with sony a lot obviously uh and the sony always had the ip uh but Ratchet ratchet clank or whatever it is um so yeah. yeah so you look at like single studio acquisitions and it's like never that high um whereas bungie i understand own destiny that makes it more valuable but not 3.6 billion valuable so no but i do think you under like destiny
0: has been like in the top five of playstation downloads and most played games for like yep since it came out yep. and and it's maintained it for like how long has destiny 2 been out for now like five years yeah i guess yeah, yeah more, more maybe more, yeah. like it's, it's, 16, maybe? And it's, ma- it's maintained that top five spot and like current play count and it's still Booming with the, like the latest release and expansion, like it's big, like it's, it's really big it's on big. PlayStation. Yeah, it's a big. Yeah, it's like it technically contends with the likes of Call of Duty in terms of sales, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. It's 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 huge. And this is, is and this
1: is, I guess, where you start to get to the question of like why, why, like, and the, the argument here, or like if you, I don't know if you have got a chance to like read the article because obviously Bungie put up an article and PlayStation put up an article. So I, I was like reading through the PlayStation One, and the whole motive for this was that essentially Sony are pivoting into like live service games, and mm. which is like a whole another conversation. Like I don't know how the fan base is going to react to that because it wasn't popular when Xbox were doing live service, but now the PlayStation is doing it. You know, maybe it's suddenly popular. Who knows? Um, yeah. And you know, and like I'll jump just down. I'll jump down the notes just a little bit because there was um, a a quote about this, that PlayStation are looking to have 10 live service games going by 2026. Um, oh, I think I've got oh, it wow. somewhere. But, you know, so that, that, you know, it, it signals their intent, you know, not only to the players and to the shareholders, that like, this is the direction we're going, or at the very least, you know, we're pivoting to some, this direction in, to some capacity. And Bungie have been doing live service games since 2013. You know, uh, even to some degree, like Halo's had uh, like in, like a live service kind of element and like Sony just aren't equipped with that their first party studios are all single player so if they wanted to do that they just don't have any uh, like expertise in that area really um, Yeah. and Bungie obviously part of that so I think that, that's where like the negotiating price came in and Bungie were like look we can we can help out your other teams like when Last of Us 2 factions comes out it's like we can step in and we can help like with the support of that and I think that became very yeah. desirable to Sony because Bungie's quite a big team as well I think they're like maybe 600 400 they're quite big um so i just think that's kind of interesting that, that pivot and that movement and using bungie to support that approach from i think so yeah yeah
0: yeah no it does kind of make sense you know they they can kind of sort of help sort of head up and lead sony entering that sort of space um you know with some familiar footing in the area um yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that, that that does make sense. Yeah, and
1: I think there's probably part of it as well that they were like, we need to make sure we have a first person shooter on our console <laughs> because but, yeah. it's very Never. possible. But yeah. like 2026, Xbox could have every first person shooter, not just like competitive, but like RPG. Where it's Fallout, yeah. it's Elder Scrolls, it's Card, it's Doom, it's it's literally like all of them. Halo, there is all of them. Uh, yeah, they need to have something. So, yeah. They need to have something in that genre that. Because it's, 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 I think it's it's still the most popular genre. So, like you know, clearly that was well. It strikes me as something which didn't, uh, which they would have thought about. Um, Mm. And then comes the conversation about uh, the exclusivity, and so the word multi-platform is used quite a lot. Um, And this is funny. Because obviously we you know PlayStation have been like taking a more of a like a PlayStation and PC combined approach, like what Xbox started doing, you know, five years ago. Um, that could technically be multi-platform, mm. and it doesn't feel like that's what they mean, but like it, it could. I don't know why know, they would choose yeah, to do that, but it could. Um, and yeah, and like Jim, even in some of the articles, Jim Ryan used the 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 term rival platforms, like games, Bungie games will still come to rival platforms. It really signals to me that they, that is actually the case. And then it's like, why? Like why? Because you Sony don't do that. Sony are very aggressive with this sort of stuff. So like, I don't understand why. And that makes me think that Bungie who have been passed around by lots of publishers, especially got burned by Activision, you know, allegedly are just, they, as part of the stipulation of the acquisition were like, we want all our games to stay multi-plat. You can acquire us. Obviously, you Mm -hmm. take a chunk of the profit. You get access to our expertise. Our games will go in your games pass, you know, day one or whatever. But uh, we want to keep making games multi-plat because we've been burnt by this before.
0: I think that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I think that is probably exactly how it went down. Um, Because, I mean, they're they're very aware uh, that... Destiny is just as big on on other platforms as it is on PlayStation. Um, it's big on Xbox, it's big on PC um, so they definitely they're definitely going to want to keep it multi-plat especially yeah, like you said from the past experiences they've had um, which again strikes the question is of 3.6 billions a lot of money for, for something that was negotiated to still stay multi-plat um, yeah. but it does, and it also, like we said earlier, is it a leverage thing as well? Could Sony actually still pull the rug from under our feet if we don't play nice with with, with other IPs as well? Mm. I, I think there is an element of that maybe as well, but it's so hard to tell. You're kind of just fumbling around in the dark
1: mm. with these
0: sort of things. Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely, and it, yet it, you know, it is. It's just, it's just a, it's just a big why, because like, is that it's it's the case of like, you know, if that is the case, and Bungie did. Stipulate that because uh, this is the thing. Like it just it feels like they just really wanted access to this big IP that they could do what what, whatever they wanted with, and it just kind of all added up to for once where exclusivity wasn't the focus, but actually everything else. Because like usually that is Sony's thing. So with Zars now, and we're going to pay a lot of money to keep it off other consoles for a long time uh, or forever. And but now like this is the other part of the story is that they kept using the word transmedia like films tv shows and we know that there's uh obviously uncharted's coming out we know they're doing last of us um i'm sure there's more yeah. the, that i'm forgetting but that's just confirmed you know I, I can't imagine that they aren't talking about a god of war like hbo show or whatever um and i know i know i'm saying this when the, the halo show is about to come out on paramount in like a month or two months or whatever but sony is pushing into this much harder. Like, they were speaking about this acquisition as, like, one of the primary motivators was, essentially, we want to make a, T- a Destiny TV show, so that would be really fucking cool. And it's just like, yeah. You know, I remember a certain company trying to talk about TV in 2013 alongside games, and do you know what happened? <laughs> Everyone threw a fucking hissy fit. So, like, where are no. you now? <laughs> like, where are you now? <laughs> just...
0: Yeah, I guess I guess it's a little bit different though, because I guess when we did it in when Xbox did it in the likes of like Quantum Break and stuff like that, it was kinda of like morphed into the game as well, right? Whereas I feel I feel like that that is a bit weird and maybe not. Not quite what we're ready for, but like, it's not just that though, is it? This would be completely separate, right? It's like, are people upset that there's a Witcher series? No, not really. People kind of really dig it. Well, that's my Um, point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My point is that people were, were already pissed off about what Xbox had done in 2013, and then them talking about TV was like, I'm buying a gaming concert. But like, that's when you're saying it's completely separate. Like, part of the hardware design was like, we're going to facilitate like TV and movies, and everyone was like, Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't want both. Um, which I always thought was like I understand the marketing was shit, but like um in principle I didn't see a problem. But now, mm. yeah, I don't know, like suddenly it's it's all right now. So I guess I guess everyone's just more accepting
0: to it now with with ones that have happened and been successful, like The Witcher, you know. Mm. I feel like people are just like, Oh, this can be done. Right, and it's kind of cool, so now we're kind of not so mad about it. Where well, it was kind of a bit more uncharted territory back, yeah. back when, um, back then, you know, the world's kind of changed now, it is, yeah. And it's just, um, I, cause I,
1: I just remember a lot of like a lot of talking being around the fact that I don't want my gaming publisher spending money on movies and TV, like, yeah, whereas that's yeah. now what's happening. Like, Sony Interactive Entertainment are like, we're going to buy Bungie and we're going to put a lot of this money towards making a destiny tv show where i think a lot of people would probably well i would have expected the reaction to be like mixed <sighs> because like i don't want you to make a fucking destiny tv show i want you to like just fund bungie so they can make the best destiny possible but that's why and that probably yeah. will still happen but you know it's still like you know you're working in a gray area and and there are degrees between that, and like it's just—I just think the whole thing is funny. Like, yeah, you're right. I think we probably have come a bit further, but I always—I will always say about the Xbox One—they were just ahead of their time. They were just ahead of their time, and that's their fault. Yeah. But it's—you know—it's as someone who like—I feel like I kind of got the vision, and it worked for me as who I was, like who I—you know—what I did. Um, It's frustrating to look back at it and be like, I can't believe shitstorm that happened yeah. when now we're doing it all five years later you know like the the whole Alexa in your room like home assistants are everywhere like with Connect, and it's just it's just eye-rolling sort of stuff you know but yeah, yeah it's
0: kind of weird and yeah I do think it was a, 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 an element of us being ahead of our time when we tried to do it um when, when Xbox tried to do it um yeah I don't know you know it's so hard to predict these things um and yeah, the world just changes so fast, but yeah, it's quite funny to, to kind of look back on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like if this sort of thing was happening back in 2013 and they were doing a destiny TV show, I would have been quite angry, but now I'm thinking destiny TV show on like a streaming platform would actually be really kind of sick. So like my opinions kind of changed a bit as well. Yep. Um, yeah. So, and I do think Destiny would actually translate quite well into into a series or a movie. Yeah, cool. I think series would probably be better. It's very, like, but, lore
1: yeah, dense, isn't it, Destiny? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, you, you, you can get away with sort of having a slow burn sort of series and fill it with lore and not use that much CGI and special effects. I feel like you can kind of manipulate it quite well and then just have bits here and there.
1: Yeah. Because um, it is very dense, like you said. But Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that is like, you know, swinging back around to like the talk of of platform versus platform, you know, and and exclusivity. Um, As much as everybody has been like saying this and that, um, like from the, so that's what Sony said. But from the Bungie side, they, when asked the question, Bungie has future games in development, will they now become PlayStation exclusive? So presumably matter. And if there is a Destiny 3 in pre-production somewhere, presumably that as well. The answer was no. We want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. We will continue to be self published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Again, unless they're pulling strings with what the word, like, what words, like, semantics, they're saying it's not going to be PlayStation exclusives, but like, that could technically be PC. But that's just not the vibe I'm Mm. getting from this. The vibe I'm getting from this is that. For whatever reason, the agreement is that Bungie is going to keep publishing multi-platform. And like it says, they're going to self-publish. So it's very much like Bethesda. Like, you know, yeah. Xbox oversee it, but Bethesda self-published their own stuff still. Um, whereas this is one studio doing that. So, Yeah that is the vibe i'm getting but just part of me is like i don't believe you i do not believe you yeah. when matter comes out when you announce announced that in 2026 and it's this like gorgeous like whatever it is you know maybe it's a third person like new like fantasy sci-fi rpg that you can play with friends uh i don't no way. i just don't believe you that you're not going to be like playstation consoles only like no way i don't believe it at all yeah. so i love to be proven wrong and that's pretty much the gist of it i just want to be wrong about my doubts and my fears and my anxiety about it yeah i'm
0: i'm kind of with you i mean playstation and xbox have both done worse in terms of this sort of stuff so i i I feel like i feel like it's gonna get locked down yeah something like that A, a new a new brand new ip from bungie you know a studio everyone knows and loves based from halo and destiny like i just I I can't see it not being locked down when the time comes, Uh, and I think they're just they're just wording it nicely right now with with the option that they can backstep on it if they ever need to um, for whatever reason. So,
1: but it's just weird. Like, why be so explicit about it on day one? Why be like, nope, it's going to be multi platform just if like in three years time you could be like, (laughs) just (laughs) get like you know, Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just whatever. I find it hard to believe. That's (laughs) all. I just find it hard to believe. I mean, I mean, they do it all the time. Find a fantasy
0: seven remake. Yeah. You'll get it next year. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. You'll get it next year. Nah, I got you again. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I fucking I fool you twice. You you're one. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, you're never getting this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you just come out. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're never getting this shit. I'm like, sure that you're corn cool by now. Yeah. Like, Girls, you're an idiot. you gullible. <laughs> yeah. And like and this is the scary part because like I think this is probably an acquisition I wouldn't have expected. This is like a bigger acquisition than I would have expected Sony to wake. Not that Sony are a big company and they can make moves, you know, they have they've been acquiring lots of smaller studios throughout the year and this is obviously their biggest one ever, I think. Um so clearly there. And I, this isn't a re- you know, I, I a million other people have said this, but this clearly isn't a reaction to the the Activision Blizzard thing. I think it lines up and times up nicely, but they were probably looking at the market and seeing what Xbox was doing and being like, we need to acquire talent and we need to size up a little bit. Um, So, yeah. Uh, And the the other side Mm. of that is that there's been reports that Sony allegedly have $10 left uh, in terms of acquisition budget, Um, which is scary because I think they're going to be going for a publisher with that. I feel like that's publisher money. Mm. Um, Bethesda was Um, 7.5. I genuinely don't feel like it's off the cards that Capcom is being negotiated with square enix is being negotiated with i and they aren't a publisher but in terms of independent i think they're probably negotiating with fromsoft as well those were my bets really
0: Ooh, fromsoft that's interesting i think i think out of out of the three the the one that strikes me is the most likely um based on past relationships and the platform itself is probably square enix but um you know because they're they make jrpgs right and playstation's super crazy popular in japan so like um i feel like that's probably the one that makes the most sense to me yeah um and i just personally just i don't don't make it from soft please
1: well, that's the thing. I, I don't.
0: I don't want that rug pulled from under. My I know, and like that's. That I'm
1: scared, dude. <laughs> like this is. I, I guess this is just like the other side of it because we've been obviously on the side of like, yay, talk to buying things. Sorry for everyone who this is going to impact, but like, I guess there's some level of excitement here because. We get shit that's gonna be well optimized on Games Pass. And that's like kind of what we've always said. And now this is us feel like on the other side of it, like, oh no, yeah. Bungie like this makes me nervous. I don't want to have to stop worrying about whether I can't play Monster Hunter or a from game ever again. Like I don't oh like God, this feeling. Yeah. Capcom's Monster Hunter. <laughs> well exactly, and that's what I'm like, if like if you have to yeah. take Square Enix, take them. I don't care about them that much. Take them. <laughs> yeah. I'll live with it. I'll I live mean- with it.
0: I mean, yeah, Monster Hunter Like, Koei Tecmo, crazy. maybe.
1: Konami. Like, I reckon all of these things are probably in the... But, like, yeah, at the top of my list for do not buy is Capcom. Literally just because of Monster Hunter. I don't play any of the other Capcom's games. Uh, and uh, uh, and FromSoft. Resi's, but, yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: Hunter is a massive one. And it's proven to be fucking ginormous as well, right? I mean... World is still their biggest selling game ever, and I think that they recently bought Rise over to PC. And I think maybe with I think maybe with the combined Switch and PC sales, it's like one of their top performing games ever, just just behind World. I think so. I literally think, that, oh yeah, no, yeah, it's outsold uh, Village. I think they said it yeah, outsold Resident Evil Village. So I literally think they're like top two games ever: Monster Hunter World and Monster to Rise. Yeah. <laughs> so like. It's it's mental, um, and yeah, I'm. Th- um, these are probably being purchased like hotcakes on on PlayStation. So, um, yeah, man, fuck. I'm quaking in my boots. I'm, I'm
1: shaking. Yeah, quake. <laughs> we got quake. We got quake. <laughs> okay, hopefully. Uh, yeah, so it is. Um, it is a, yeah. Okay, it it is just a bit of a. Uh, it's a bit of a question mark. Like as we know, like, we've heard similar reports about Xbox who allegedly have like. <laughs> 60 bill left in terms of like acquisition budget so we know xbox on that. and jim ryan said in this is like when expect more acquisitions like it was like big flex like big yeah. dick big dick like it loads like, we're going to do more and i'm like oh yeah. god just please like please just, <laughs> just what's the uh who
0: was the uh who's the head of like playstation again the, the guy jim, who's, jim ryan uh, like Jim, I just imagine like Jim Ryan and Philly Spencer just like camping outside Capcom in like tents. Yeah, just like nine a.m. knocking on the door. And, like, nine minutes. bill, ten bill, <laughs> eleven bill. Yeah. Capcom, are like seriously, guys, security,
1: we've, you have told you you can't do this. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I'm hoping that Capcom is slightly out of budget for certain, for for PlayStation at the moment because they have like with the success of Monster Hunter now, that is a very valuable very well IP. And obviously, that's not even half of it. Like Resi and the rest that I can't even name. Capcom have quite a lot of IP, um, and I don't know how big the team is, but I'm just hoping that that's kind of out of range. Um, FromSoft would be, Do you know, what? actually, I don't even know if FromSoft could be because they're pub, are they publicly owned? So they've got a lot of the funding comes from the from from the government. Um, I'm not sure I can't remember yeah I can't remember so but I think I have seen conversations about it like it being possible uh, because PlayStation have already uh, bought a share in FromSoft um, that happened like a couple of years back and they've already they've obviously worked closely with Bloodborne etc 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 so yeah I think this is publisher money I don't know who it's going to go like Konami honestly take Konami as well Um, there's a lot of valuable IP there I don't particularly care but that would be like they own Metal Gear you know um, so there, there are yeah. there are big things that even though Konami have like been fucking up for like the last five years, they still have some valuable IP. Um, but that would oh, yeah, that would be absolutely. one of the least damaging to me. What a weird time to be alive, okay. man! <laughs> like, what am I gonna lose?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd way rather than take Metal Gear and just lock that down or lock down Final Fantasy. That would kind of sting a little bit for me. But in in comparison to like from soft games and um and uh Hunter, fucking take it take it 10 times over exactly. okay fucking yeah and i'm sure they're listening to this right now and they're just like damn didn't realize deck and tim like monsanto this much we've got to get capcom yeah exactly make it happen
1: phil this is crazy their, their influence is nuts yeah you think the dice award is big Phil? <laughs> wait until we give you the, the qrp award that is that's yeah. some status there Change your life, you
0: still haven't earned it yet, Philly. We'll see what you do with the other 60 bill.
1: You still haven't earned our award (laughs) yet, yeah, man. Absolutely crazy times, absolutely crazy times. So, we'll see how the acquisition war keeps going, or as people like to call it now, the content war rather than the console war. So, um, (laughs) ice peeled, I suppose. Um, we'll have to just wait and see. Um, next up, really, there's a couple of things I want to move past because uh, I put them in the notes, but actually they're not really that interesting. Other than just you know companies fucking around with NFTs and then going, oh sorry, I didn't realise it was so unpopular. And then, <laughs> uh, oh god, it was it was awful. So Team Seventeen, like Worms developers, were like, announcing yeah. Worms, the, the Wormverse or some shit, and it was like just JPEGs of Worms, and it's like what. Oh is this like is there like any worse way to like i like have a caricature of your own like, it's like a parody of itself because worms are already like silly and goofy and don't take themselves seriously and are like break the fourth wall and you're gonna sit here and like try and be like oh here's the fucking it's just <laughs> it's so stupid anyway i don't want to speak about it <laughs> um yeah okay so next up is really sort of the sales um the sale disparity we spoke about this a few weeks back and like the the uh Based on what some data analysis were saying was that there was the gap between like the estimated gap between PlayStation's numbers and Xbox's numbers, which Xbox don't report by the way, which is why we get this from analysts who like feel that they have a good idea of what that number is, uh, was like a lot closer than we expected, um, and that's been like updated now. So coming from Benji Sales, um, the PS5 is looking to be around seventeen point three million, and the Xbox Series across the X and the S. Uh, x and the s is estimated to be around 12 million which again i this is much closer than last gen like um which is great I think this is great yeah um and it's funny because you know and, and this is like the interesting like xbox needs, still needs to convert all of this acquisition nonsense into good f- games and like where like it's like cr- i spoke about the dam last week you know the water's like creaking through the yeah. dam like we're getting bits and bobs here and there which is clearly like working and it's great but like and it's i don't think we're really going to start to feel that until like red and starfield start hitting and we're like and like assuming they do critically well you know then we can start being like this dam is just there are, these cracks are getting big and then 2023 yeah. we all know is lined up to be a fucking bonkers xbox year a- and then onwards <laughs> so yeah
0: yeah i think the gap's going to get closer and closer as we go on i feel like people buying xbox now is you're kind of buying it in the faith of what's to come you know based on acquisitions based on things in the pipeline and stuff like that hasn't necessarily happened yet but um you know and i think when when it does start to deliver i think this gap's gonna close so much tighter um yeah it'd be really interesting to see next year's sales like this time next year or or even later into the year agreed um in 2023 um i think it will be
1: neck and neck to be honest um yeah yeah agreed and like you know there is the whole conversation about like um hardware um you know limitations in terms of supply and there's been you know a lot of reports that just by the sheer fact that um Series S is available because it uses a different, you know, supply of chips and components. People are buying that now with the intention to get a PS5, like a PlayStation later. And that's like adding up. Like, you know, the Series S is turning out Mm -hmm. to be like one of the best things Xbox could have ever done. Now, obviously, the investment in first party has been the biggest thing people have wanted to see, but it's hard to deny that the Series S, the affordable model, and the circumstances we find ourselves in. Have really like facilitated some some good um, numbers there, for
0: sure. Yeah, Series X has been uh, Series S has been an absolute fucking banger for Xbox. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know whose idea that was or what insider <laughs> knowledge they had on these uh, on these components, yeah. but yeah, it was fucking ace. Maybe it was really Xbox. Idea.
1: Maybe they created COVID. Maybe that's why. That would that would explain the whole Bill Gates in the veins. It would explain that as well. I think we I think are onto something,
0: <laughs> dude. I think we've got to shut up. Before we get silenced. do <laughs> a red a red dot laser appearing on
1: my forehead. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit anxious. <laughs> we wrap this up, <laughs> and that's that's not even just the feeling of Fromsoft getting acquired. Uh, yeah. And so the other half of the story was that the PlayStation 5 numbers have now fallen behind the speed at which PlayStation 4 was selling, whereas the Series S is selling faster than the Xbox One is selling. And I guess one of those things is probably expected, while the other isn't. I would ex- I would have expected that the PS5 was probably keeping up with PS4 sales, because they haven't really put a foot wrong. Like, the console's a bit ugly, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, generally, and there was a bit of a gap in games, you know, but last year but generally they had a strong launch lineup they're coming back into this year quite strong um, and yeah and like you could argue that disparity is just because people can't buy them that's why it's slower than PS4
0: yeah oh yeah yeah I do I do think that's that's what one of the major points um, is exactly that um, but then I mean you could also argue the there's, there's similar thing for, for Xbox right because I feel like a lot of Series X's might also be under the same sort of umbrella, um, you know, not being available. So I think the numbers will adjust equally when um, when stocks start coming back in. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do expect we we did talk about this on other podcasts. I do expect P- PlayStation to have a jump in in sales pretty pretty damn quick um, when they start becoming available, especially with the lineups they've got coming in 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 the. In the coming months, like Horizon and Ghostwire and stuff like that, like yeah, they're they're they're, they're hitting pretty hard.
1: And so. I, I guess like the different, like the only like crease to that is that like we've heard that this is not something we're expecting to see improve this year or even next year. Yeah. And if you know if you've got someone who's like looking and I guess this is the upside to it because PlayStation are now like a lot of their games are still cross-play, so like people can still snag themselves a PS4 or play it on PS4 Pro. You know, I, do, yeah. will people want to? Like at what, like, and I get, I bet this is really factoring into what the internal conversations are about whether they should make these games cross-play. Like the, God of War must have been one of them. Like, I, In my head, God of War was like next gen and, and then they saw the projections of the chip shortage and they were like, we've got to make this cross-plat, yeah. Yeah, we're going to lose out too many sales because it's going to be huge. It's going to be fucking huge. So, and, and like with that, if we get to... Let's say those people just want like next gen consoles and are generally like not buying these games because they're saving them for the for the PS5. If we get to the Mm -hmm. end of this year and there hasn't been like any easing with this supply shortage, I could easily see people seeing Starfield and Redfall. Next gen exclusives, just to like, you know, fucking funny turnaround, this isn't it? (laughs) The Xbox is the one with the next gen like with the next gen exclusives. Uh, it's not popular now though, so it doesn't matter. Um and like Starfield comes out and we see that like kind of running. Like these people are gonna pick up a Series S. Like no way. Like this is like this is gonna be like the. F- I think Xbox are really gonna plant their flag in as like the landmark, definitive like step into next gen, because there, just, there hasn't really been oh, one yeah. yet. You know there hasn't. You know, but, well, we well, I've had Redfall, sure. but and but Redfall won't be like a technical, technically impressive thing. I don't think. Um Yeah, it, you, you never know. It, yeah, it's just you know, it's, just, it's not <coughs> what. Whereas you know, we, as we all know, Bethesda's to make huge worlds, huge games. Um, you know, generally, generally look pretty good in terms of the environment. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I can just really see that pl- that that flag being planted by Xbox in the marketing and people saying, you know what, actually, I can get a Series S for like two hundred quid right now if I really wanted to, but like a field bundle, like maybe the little grate on it is like a planet. They put a little yeah. ring on it, like a the Saturn ring this is why they should hire me (laughs) quite frankly yeah i mean yeah you've kind of i'm I'm pretty sure they're
0: they're listening to this right now and they're like does someone like leak our plans like how does this guy know so much like this is kind of weird and
1: also you're having mac and cheese for dinner tonight (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah um so yeah i just yeah man i find that interesting yeah
0: yeah, I I can totally see that. I think that that's definitely the move to play right. I feel like you just got to take advantage of this whole um, PlayStation getting cut by this whole shortage, and we're kind of not right. Um, just for the series so, S though, series X is still yeah 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 yeah. yeah I yeah I get that. Um, but yeah, you can just you can just push the, the the series S out of the door, right? It's still a next gen console. It can still um, play all these games. Um, that built for next gen um a, a, a really good standard so i uh, yeah i mean i definitely think that's the play right um yeah and probably something they will they will go with i would imagine yeah. especially for a release like starfield you 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 kind of got to scream that to the skies to the stars yeah um and uh, and 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 package it with something so Absolutely. you know because at the end of the day it's not multi-plat, so you need to you need to sell it on your on your platform only. Yeah, so. and I,
1: I get yeah because it's just the more I think about it, the more like I feel that Sony are going to position God of War they're like they're going to try and line that up for a launch at the end of the year to like you know overshadow Starfield, which makes total sense. But I, it just begs the question of like how many people are going to be like, looks great, but I want to play this on a PS Five, which I still can't get my hands on. Mm-hmm. Like how many of those people like on that scale are going to be like, I'd rather just wait and play God of War on the PS Five. I can get my hands on that, but for now. I can like jump into this next gen Starfield game on the series S, you know? So that, that's kind of the question of just let about how many people would convert, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people, I think the numbers would probably shock you. Um, I think gamers are quite impatient people. This will shock I think a lot of people you. would, I think a lot of people would just buy God of War and play it on their PS4. Prime. Yeah, they maybe. just need it. It's like, it's like drugs in the veins. They just need that shit. Mm. Um, i I can definitely see a large portion of people doing that um and then they'll just if the game's good enough they'll just play again on the ps5 you know (laughs) yeah i suppose um i can i i can definitely see that
1: yeah i suppose i suppose yeah all makes sense um all right cool well i think uh speaking of sales um switch the switch is now nintendo's best-selling home console ever um, at 103.5 million, eclipsing the Nintendo Wii's 101.6 million. And all I really have to offer here is a respectful golf club. Yeah, man. Snaps, dude. Give us some snaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the record, I think this console is a bit fucking weird, but I like can understand the mass appeal of it and I can't deny that they've done a rocking job at, you know, uh, advertising and marketing it as the casual thing and, you know, making it uh very appealing to a casual gamer or even as a secondary console. Um, yeah. The Switch is mate,
0: I actually I think um I think the Switch was actually such a good play from Nintendo. Um I actually think it's probably the best thing they they could have done. And that's kind of exactly how I see my Switch as well. It's like a secondary console. So we I, I feel like so yeah exactly yeah. So you know I just I just feel like that's their market. They went for it. They were just like, we can't, you know, we probably could compete with the, with the big boys, but like, I know no one really needs an Unreal Six Mario, an Unreal Engine Six Mario. So <laughs> let's just, do it. I do. Let's just, do <laughs> let's just make it fun, quirky, portable, and everyone can play it on
1: the shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ultimate toilet
1: machine. Yeah, dude, it, it is. Hey, it's it's truly, truly, fucking f- 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 great. And that is the thing, isn't it? It's um, like I, it. it, it it's probably not worth the entire conversation now, but at some point, Sony, I mean, Sony have already tried with the Vita, but at some point, they must be looking back at that market and saying, there's clearly like, Sony have demonstrated that there is an appetite for a portable machine. You know, mm. which is, think, back, in anymore, day, the, back in the day, back in the day, there were quite like a lot, like um, you'd have like a, a DS and then like a 3DS you'd have like a PSP or a Vita, like it was like a thing, Yeah. and then it kind of felt oh, like obviously 3DS is like stocks now, it's still out there, but and now it like switches like the dominant like portable Machine, um, it's 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 kind of it's
0: kind of tough because now it's tough to get back into the market because switch just has kind of a monopoly on it, so it'll be very hard to break into it. Steam Deck, I guess, and yeah, Steam Deck, yeah, and and just with the way that technology is progressing in terms of phones and cloud gaming as well, like I, I do think that is just slowly shifting out having a portable gaming machine um you know when we can start streaming this shit from the cloud just to our phones our phones are powerful enough to do this we don't need a separate uh nintendo machine to do this sort of stuff um you know i feel like that's that's eventually going to take take over the portable gaming space um so i do think in terms of like technology and stuff like that i think switches days are numbered uh kind of regardless i don't think it's kind of like a permanent thing because um, you know, we're shifting into cloud gaming and you can do that on, let's be real, like the fucking re- latest iPhone has probably got better specs than the switch by fucking far. So but I guess it's
1: it's always been a thing for me like I've always said it's not even even though I do think the console is a bit like quirky and weird in some ways obviously it does excel in in being but like even I don't know I always find with Nintendo consoles that it's like a step on a step in the right direction and then a step backwards because it's like oh there's a cool portable console then you can take the console controllers off and I was like well that's fucking brilliant that's brilliant and then it's like but it's a square and I'm like why is it a square? like I, I don't want to hold a square, like a chocolate bar. Like, it's just, it's the video. You want to hold a circle? You don't want to hold a circle. I just want it to feel
0: better. You don't want to hold a triangle?
1: what is it's like, a, like, the Steam Deck looks comfortable. Like, it's got, like, controller bits at the back. Like, it's just, the switch is just flat. And I, you, I don't know. You know, you know what I mean. Um, and it's actually a rectangle. A rectangle, fucking yeah. it. <laughs> It's fucking, get your, sh- get your shapes. I'd like, I'd like an oblong, please, an oblong console. Uh, yeah, and an octagonal console would be yeah. fantastic. That's right, and you can like fold it like origami. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, uh, fuck, where was I going with that? And are they, uh, and online functionality? Like, my god, Oof. yeah, they need to step into the new age with that. Fuck me, like the switch no, is like no. seven years old so now, trash. you know, like we should be like yeah but I just feel like that should be because I, th- I feel like there will have been times where I would have been pulled into the ecosystem more if I could just speak through your console but he just wasn't it <laughs> just wasn't designed with it in mind you know there's like not there's like a headphone port but like you know there's not you know I guess they've made bluetooth functionality work now finally so but there's just no sort of system for it and they're like man they just really needs to be but anyway I'm not gonna go off on a Nintendo thing just respectful golf clap like I said, you know, it's Oh yeah, absolutely. It snaps. Snaps. Respectful golf snap. For sure. Respectful gamer snap. Um yeah. What well, good? Good job. Good job, Nintendo. <laughs> you, yeah. You did, it. you did it. Just step towards your next step towards war world, uh, world dominance is uh you, you've done it. Uh okay, well, seeing as uh, we've got to actually talk about mm-hmm. Activision Blizzard. UK. Okay? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> okay.
0: <good. laughs> What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna, I was, I was, I was gonna say they're gonna buy FromSoft. <laughs> they're just gonna slip in, dude. Yeah, and just be like, "You guys thought we were out. We're back."
1: It would be, yeah. We well, no one thought they were out, but you know what I mean. It would be weird to see Nintendo make an acquisition. Like, who would? <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if they know, bought like CD Project yeah, Red, good. like. <laughs> <laughs> who would they buy?
0: I'm just trying to think of a company that sort of does games to their sort of no to- uh, standard and an appeal. No,
1: I think if I think if they were going to acquire anyone, they would acquire someone. They would acquire like a more mature, the box. yeah, like a mature yeah. developer who are able to competently make stuff on shitty specs. <laughs> Dude, you pull your punches <laughs> a little bit on <laughs> shitty oh fucking specs. Thirty frame popping
0: bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Make a cool fucking gritty shooter on this fucking
1: rectangle and They just like throw it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like who wants to play a shooter on a switch? No one. Nobody wants arthritis at the age of
0: 23, you know? Oh dude, did you ever did you ever play Apex on the Switch when it came out? No. I I wanted to fucking throw up. No. I've never seen a more ugly colour palette. I've never seen more clunky controls. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, it's, uh, shit's not made like for it should tell you a lot that in like Breath of the Wild or like any game that requires aiming, they're like they have to use the accelerometer in it to like just tilt the console to aim because we know it's disgusting to try and aim on this console because yeah. the sticks are like they're so small they're practically like in the hardware you're like touching the motherboard to like, try and move. <laughs> so it's just not good for yeah. shooting. You know, obviously, it's, it's not a problem but for like precise aiming. It's just not. It's not good. <laughs> so. God. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Trash. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, we have to speak about Activision Blizzard stuff now because uh, you know, you know why. Uh, I, only a little one though. Um, as we come sort of come towards the end, um, and it's just uh, I think it was an earnings call. It, it comes from is uh, huge uh, ex on Twitter, um, and. Basically, the lineup looks like there's a new Warcraft mobile game in development. There's obviously Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, and then there's a new IP that we recently heard about and discussed last Mm -hmm. week, um, which is not that surprising. The new Warcraft mobile game is a bit of an eyebrow raiser, and I don't know if that's like the RTS Warcraft or if that's like Hearthstone 2. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Yeah, I mean,
0: they've just used the Warcraft IP, right? It could really be anything. Um, but then portable MOBA is also kind of cool. MOBA? Portable uh, MMO is also kind of cool. You mean like if World of Warcraft?
1: Yeah, oh wait, yeah. Warcraft yeah, is more War- of Warcraft. Because like yeah. Heartstone is obviously Warcraft is
0: just what, yeah. I'm being an idiot. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know. Did the Diablo <laughs> mobile game come out? Uh, I can't remember. Has that come out yet? I don't think so.
1: If it like, has, my god, I haven't heard that, shit about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I mean, I either it either came out and it was just as shit as we thought, or they they just stopped working on it. Is it not in this list? Yeah, Diablo Immortal. Immortal it was yeah, I'm trying to have a quick look in the app store. I th- I feel like it did come out. Diablo, I mean, you Google it. No, dude. shut up. What, no, it, it
1: doesn't
0: free. look like it. It doesn't look like it. Diablo Immortal release date. I said mortal. Uh, yeah, it's a 2022, so I, I don't think it's come out yet. Was, why is that not on the list? Surely they're working on that. Yeah, I, or it's just basically died, I, right? I honestly
1: do think it could be like a Hearthstone follow up to some degree, like maybe like a like Which a campaign. To, it'll make its way to Xbox platforms. Maybe but I hope so. Go. I'd like that. I like that. I want Hearthstone on Xbox. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird, isn't it? But yeah, me too. I'd love to
0: have Hearthstone on Xbox. I miss having a fucking card game. Slay the
1: Spire, is that the what you're talking about?
0: Yeah. But like it would just be nice to have a to flick on and play a card game like quick like using quick resume and stuff like that. Um to just quickly play rounds and stuff like that and then hop onto other games on oh, like on my mainline console rather than having to boot up my yeah fucking rectangle. Oh fucking rectangle. Um yeah. But yeah
1: yeah cool makes sense yeah so I mean yeah, nothing immensely surprising here Um, and I guess have we spoken about it before have we spoken about Diablo 4 much like because like, obviously there's, there's quite a lot of like gameplay out there already they've already shown like um, like work in progress and stuff Diablo 4 looks fucking mm. sensational and I'm not just saying this because Xbox acquired them awesome. it's looked really good for a long time like I just mean you know um, in terms of like technical elements and like lighting and graphic it just looks really good yeah, yeah it does yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, I
0: think we've talked about it. I don't know. Maybe on an older episode. But um yeah, I've also seen the gameplay and yeah, shit it's crispy, man. Yeah. Um it does it does look really, really good. Um and uh I mean we obviously talked about it a lot in terms of the actual acquisition and how big Diablo four is in terms of and what's happening with it, because it's still no one knows, right? It still hasn't been announced whether that like that is everything or that is just Exclusive, like that's yeah, still very
1: much under wraps. I think it will be Molly Black, but um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think you know speaking about you know like the appeal of Diablo because you know as as much as Activision or Blizzard in particular have been kind of rolling around like the shitter for a bit. Their IPs are still very popular and have a lot of weight. Like, the fumbling of Overwatch has been, like, fucking ridiculous, but everybody knows how popular that game was. Diablo, like, even, like, here, like, for the rest of the, the article Diablo 2 Resurrected sold uh, more units since September than any other Activision Blizzard remaster in an equivalent time frame. So, um, that includes, I think, Warcraft and I'm trying to think of any others that maybe Blizzard have done. I just can't put my finger on any other ones that they've done. But I'm sure there have been others. Uh, I wouldn't know. Nonetheless, Diablo big, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, Diablo big. Yeah, Diablo big. Yeah. So, you know, and I think, I, you know, I'm just thinking about it right now. Like when we start, you know, when we come to the time, let's say next year's E3, you know, Diablo 4 comes up on stage and we see gameplay, it. we see like all of these cool like loot mechanics and like all the classes and whatever new systems they've decided to implement. That shit is going to be so hype. Like we've spent a lot yeah. of hours in Diablo, Diablo in the past and I, you know, because it's always been so far, there's been such a big gap between three and four. I sometimes kind of forget mm-hmm. it exists, but then when I actually start thinking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I really like Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we we fucking blitzed that game,
0: Diablo three. We we played that loads. Yeah, um, yeah, really really good game. Super crazy hyped for um for Diablo four when it finally comes out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Excellente. All right, well, as we come towards our final new story, um, as Dusk Falls, there was a little game that was announced like in 2020 uh in, in Xbox's May Showcase. They were like, oh yeah, it's a new IP from uh, a studio called Interior Nights. They were like French and it was that you know the one I'm talking about, are not you?
0: Yeah, it's like the the storyboarded, like, a, uh, like dra- yeah. interactive
1: drama yeah. kind of game. Um, which mm-hmm. looks pretty interesting, but then we have heard nothing about it. And I've brought it up like every couple of months, like we must hear something about this soon. Anyway, it's been listed by the ESRB as having mature content. um, indicating that there's like kind of a quarter one or quarter two release. Um, yeah. And this actually, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to bring it up, but like there has, there, there has been like a root like talks, like not nothing like concrete, but just in terms of like logic of like there being a possible Xbox spring showcase. Um, just simply because they have too much to show, I think, at a single E3 conference. Like, we're coming into February. It's mm. only, like, four, three or four months away until, really. And it's like, they just, there's just too much So to, like, squeeze into an hour and a half. Like, it would be, you know. So, I, yeah, I just feel like that maybe there could be a small showcase of some of the up- smaller upcoming stuff. Um, You know, like, yeah. Obsidian, smaller one, Pentiment that we spoke about, maybe this, maybe, like, a, a little timed indie exclusive, and then, like, maybe a Redfall gameplay to end it on, you know. I feel like that. that could be like a nice, tidy, like little showing. Um, Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that being a thing, and then leaving the
0: the main stage for the for the big hitters for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. It always looked like quite unique, um, quite unique game. Yeah, and very, very artistic. Very nice.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, my, my eyebrow, you have my curiosity. I'm excited to see more about it. I, you know, hopefully, I'm assuming it'll be on GameSpare, so easy to try if you've never really been into any you know, like sort of interactive drama sort of games, um, which I generally am sort of hit and miss on. Um, but yeah, that that is everything. That is all. That's everything. Yeah, that's we did it. the whole cake. Yeah, we did it. Um, okay, right. Well, um, do you have anything else to add before we wrap this bad boy up?
0: Uh, I do not. No.
1: Nothing. Not a single
0: me. thing. Not a single thing. I don't want to say anything to anyone. I don't want to
1: <laughs> <Ever>. I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I just generally hate I don't all the <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk to our fucking viewers, man. Yeah, okay. Well No, I just don't really have anything to end. That's anymore. great, man. No problem. Out kind of Feeling kinda feeling of kinda low energy. Well, that's right. I'm kind of tired. But just as
1: well we're finished then. Um everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the QRP. We are dead excited to speak to you next week. Hopefully there isn't another acquisition. Please don't acquire to Bye.